0: This is the VoiceOver Gurus Podcast. Real talk about the voiceover industry. With your hosts, Linda Bruno and J.J. Wilson.
1: Welcome back to the VoiceOver Gurus Podcast. I'm Linda Bruno and you are... Hi, J.J. Wilson. Hi. Hi. I love your... Is that like a 1920s hat?
0: Yes, Janine's.
1: (laughs) It's very nice. And you you have an interesting shirt on. What are you wearing?
0: It's flamingos.
1: You look like you're wearing three shirts.
0: Well, I am because it's like 27 here. (laughs) (laughs) But of course, in the studio, it's 900. Hang on. This is hot. Okay. There you go. I'm a man of many hats. (laughs) Well, you know, really, we are. We're we're people of many hats. We are. We are. Mm -hmm. Because we, we go from be. one hat to the next to the next to the next to the next during a, like before uh, we 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 uh, started our recording this morning, I got like five auditions that I had to do within an hour, and they were just on all ends of the spectrum.
1: Are they like what?
0: Um, well, I did one for, and as a matter of fact, the agent wrote back. I'm, I love it when they do this. They said, "Great work," um, nice. for an audition. Um, I can't. Uh, let me. Uh, let me just move that over there. And uh, one of them was for uh, um, uh, cattle and meat, which was really fun.
1: What, so uh, what was this, What are the specs on that?
0: Uh, the specs were 30s to 50s strong male voice, not higher nasally, clean, not too whispery, but more matter-of-fact delivery, okay to have some typical beef commercial-sounding guys. So I Like that. Sam Elliott? Yeah, Sam Elliott. You know, it's beef is what's for dinner. Yeah, you know. So what did you do with it? Uh pretty much that. <laughs> you did that kind of read. Yeah. <laughs> Who really has the best beef? Meet the facts. <laughs> Only six out of a hundred cattle are good enough to get our good name on it. Only six out of a hundred? Hmm. Makes you wonder who's buying the rest. You know. <laughs> <laughs> good copy. I, I loved it. I loved it. Nice. I loved it.
1: What else did you get?
0: Um, This one was for... um, It was on the other end of the spectrum. The other end of the spectrum. A delivery warm, friendly, conversational, strong and confident. We're educating, so delivery should come across as well-informed, well-versed, but should not feel rushed. (sighs) That ought to be enough (laughs) direction. Um, And it was about welcoming immigrants from all over the globe. Uh, talked about the immigration system and if you're having trouble, so a little bit heartfelt there. Uh, then I did um, uh, uh, an e-learning thing, um, you know, about scope and delivery and capture and closeout and structure and performance, a typical e-learn. So, and if
1: e-learn for <laughs> you is what a more straightforward approach. Yes um, how do you how do you approach that?
0: They my description said they'd like a more experienced executive position sounding voice, not a younger preppy voice below is some sample copy. So I just, you know I just kind of winged it, you know, just very matter of fact, but friendly enough so that they can listen to me for eight minutes. Without getting annoyed. You know, you've got right. to really make it sound like you actually are talking to one person who is watching this video and I'm training for Booz Allen.
1: Yeah. Oh, I did that same one.
0: Oh, did you? Okay. Yeah, okay. I did that same one. Did you get it? Oh,
1: uh, no. Oh. Not that
0: I know of. Me either. <laughs> um, then we just I, did it, though. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was like eight minutes ago. Um, uh, and then I did a... Uh, an aud- well, it wasn't an audition. It was a quick session for a, uh, uh, for a client, a memorial hospital in Florida, and it was what we were talking about during our last podcast where they send me something that's done in a scratch. With uh, This guy has a, an English accent. Oh, uh, the scratch track, and he never takes a breath, and he talks like this. He'll call me now and moves, just say, "Stop!" Of course, it is. Don't yes. give out the patient's information. You could get fired. <laughs> and I'm trying to keep up with this schmuck. Trying, you know, breathe. <laughs> so that's what I did in the hour that be- before we did this. Cool. So, and I just got another audition from Go Voices, which I'll do after.
1: Yeah. I yeah. have to do a few after we're done too. Yes, I've had recently in the probably in the past week a lot of medical auditions. Really? Yeah.
0: Well, I went like, to the doctor a lot. Does that count? <laughs> no.
1: <laughs> like for pharmaceutical, you know? Oh for yes, drugs, I've done a for few drugs. of those. Yes. Yeah, drugs. that seems to be the popular
0: uh, yeah.
1: thing right now. That's but, the
0: one perk of having a wife who works at a pharmaceutical. I get to try everything out, man. It's just awesome. Oh, yeah.
1: So now you can't get an in there for doing any of the VO.
0: Uh, no, because I'm related.
1: Oh, shoot. Really.: Yes,
0: if you can believe it. And they do a ton of stuff. Oh, but they God, said, we just we can't good... use your husband, you work here. It's uh, bigotry, you know, or whatever that word is. <laughs>
1: bigotry. No, what's it called?
0: Uh, Where are you? Me- uh, nepotism? Nepotism.
1: Nepotism. Yep. Yes.
0: Yep. <laughs> yep, yep. And we know nepotism is never done.
1: No, never. At least you're not going to enjoy the perks of that.
0: Right. Nope. But um, I do get to what she brings home, the samples. So <laughs> I took one before the session. It's awesome.
1: <laughs> well, I did yesterday for UCN, the Comedy Network. I had to act like an actress announcing the Golden Globe nominees. And then I had to act like a really whiny millennial. Oh yeah. Do I have to? Yeah. And yeah, I have you gotta one start to... the
0: car before you drive it.
1: <laughs> and I have one today that's just titled Karen Master. So I assume I have to act like a Karen. You know what a Karen is?
0: Oh I do indeed. I met a Ken <laughs> the other day. <laughs> At, uh, at the uh, oh yeah, I was I was not happy, not happy, not happy. I walked into Goodwill. Janine and I go to Goodwill every now and then to look at their old furniture that you know we pick up old stuff and bring it home and mm-hmm. either cut it up into pieces and make a dog out of it or refinish it and sell it or what have you. But uh, I walked in and the first thing I saw was about a 19 year old cashier with no mask whatsoever. Oh, and I looked at her and I said. There are mask laws. Did you not see the signs on the door? There's nine of them. So I have a medical condition. I don't have to. And I went, well, I I believe Tennessee law says that if you can't wear a mask, you have to work in the back. So you're not dealing with people because this is not, you know, it doesn't get on the clothes. It's airborne. Mm -hmm. Oh, oh, well, so I talked to the manager who was like 22. And he was as big of an a-hole as the she was, and so finally I went home and I called corporate. I got a hold of the district manager.
1: Wow! I, ke- I kept calling
0: for three days.
1: Wow! And I said, uh, "Do
0: you have video in there?" She says, "Yes." And I said, "Watch it on Sunday around noon." Wow! And so a lot of uh, heads are going to fly there. So yeah, I've met quite a few Karens and Ken. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. I love the one guy says the particles are so small they go through the mask anyway. And that's my favorite because, you know, because that's why doctors wear them. So the particles can go through into the patient's uterus.
1: Well, I don't know if that's a Karen or a Ken. I think that's just a stupid person.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much, pretty much, pretty much. Yeah. The, uh, but the a lot sense of medical of obli- you've been doing, getting back to the point, he said, very yes. swiftly. Yes,
1: yes, yes. Very, very coolly, calmly yes. collected. I, a lot of medical.
0: Did I, t- I talked about the uh, uh, medical I did for the, uh, it's the equivalent to Coligard. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We okay. can't talk about that
1: again. We've talked about it. Okay. Well, and then, then I don't want, want it because it
0: was a pain in the butt anyway. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. As a matter of fact, my Kohler Guard came today.
1: That's fantastic. Now, yeah. we were going to talk
0: about some other things. Let's talk we? about the Kohler Guard and how it's going to no. go.
1: No. Wait,
0: I'm Not. getting the urge. No, nope. I'll oh, be able to wait. Stop. I'll be able to wait. I'll be able to wait.
1: Okay. Please. Okay. Please. Now that we have video going, right. we don't need to see.
0: Right, things. right, and this right. time I'm just going to put a sample in and not the whole thing. I don't know why they don't want the whole thing. I don't. Come on. Anyway. Come on, really. Sorry. Okay. Sorry.
1: Really. <laughs> right. So.
0: They probably opened uh, the box and went, ooh. yes, Linda."
1: Lessons from a successful voice actor.
0: Well, can we can you share <laughs> any
1: lessons from your life? Simplified lessons, <laughs> maybe something we haven't touched on, which is very tough because we've touched on a lot of things.
0: Um. Lessons. Yes, uh, the the lessons that I've learned from doing voiceovers with clients and, and things like that have taught me to be more... Uh, well, they, they, they give you character traits like patience. Mm. I've really had to learn patience because sometimes you're working with people on the phone who just are overthinking it to death or are, you know, the people like, you know, they tell you one out of three people and the one says, I'm the one who didn't want you. You know, you you have to learn to put up with that, deal with it and turn it into something positive. And you have to learn patience, which has helped me in everything else I've done. Um, And a lesson that I've learned is kind of a strange way to put it, but is this job is fantastic because it gives you free time. During mm. the day when most people are sitting behind a desk, you know, we do that mostly. But there are days where we know it's going to be quiet, you know, right right after we've done the rush for a, a holiday, we know that we can take probably the day off before. And it's given me the opportunity to do a whole bunch of really cool things in my life that I probably wouldn't have been able to do had I had a regular nine to five job.
1: Oh, that's great.
0: Um, one day I <laughs> was watching a video on, I don't even know if YouTube was around then, but I saw a video of a... Oh, no, that's what it was. Somebody gave me a, a birthday present of a glider ride.
1: Glider. Oh, the yeah. actual, an and actual so I glider went, ride. I
0: went and took a glider ride, mm-hmm. and man, that was cool. So I was... At that point, I was divorced and a single parent with full custody of a two- and a four-year-old. Wow. And so I did ground school at home. I decided to become a glider pilot. And on weekends, when they were with their mom and I was doing this, I'd drive to Palm Beach, and I took... 80 flights before I soloed, and uh, then the, I can still remember. It just gives you an opportunity to do more things. Yeah. You know, like it's cool that I got a barn 30 feet away, so when this is quiet, I can go out there and be creative. Mm. And the lessons that I've learned here with patience and everything help with all of that. You yeah. know, I used to, in the old days, I used to just glue stuff together and give it a quick sand and go, oh, it's done. Now it's like Janine says, it's done already. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But I've I've gotten it, you know, because in this business you have to be pretty perfect in order to get through a session. You can't make any mistakes. There can't be any. By the time you get done, you have to have a completely finished file that's perfect, right? Or to their liking. And so it's taught me a lot of a lot of things about life, how to handle the, the 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 ups are wonderful, the downs are Brutal. So, sometimes they are just absolutely brutal. Right. And it's it's taught me to deal with those. And it's amazing that I am capable now of going, there'll be another one. Yeah. And I move on. I move on. But in the old days, man, that used to kill me. Yeah. It used to kill me. So those are yeah, some Yeah, you of have the to work I've through learned. that. And yeah. that,
1: that's the tough part if you're not used to it. Yeah. yeah. You know. Yeah. Because maybe you haven't had a job in a while, and then you lose a client, right? And then it just it, like it, it compounds, compounds the, yep. uh, you know, feelings. And that then you, you call me,
0: or I call you, and I'm going, are you, are "You quiet too?" And you go, "Yes." And I go, "Thank God!" <laughs> no, I freak out.
1: <laughs> I would say that one of the lessons I have learned over the course of my career, and this has to do with my father, and God rest his soul, but when he raised me. He was from the New York area and we were from Texas. So he would always say to me, Business is hard. Life is hard. You're going to have to work your butt off. And it's just yeah. a hard, hard path. And so I had that in my brain. But then I got into this business and I got into creative, like radio, and, and, Hard is one thing, but it was really enjoyable. My father gave me the impression that I was going to be miserable because he was miserable in his corporate world. Right. But that did not come to pass for me. Yeah. I wound up finding success and actually being happy along the journey.
0: I, I, I left the studio the other day, and I walked out in the living room, and I just I sat down, and I went... Man, that was fun. And you know, yeah. it's something I've done 5,000 times, but it was a different piece of copy, and it was fun. And yes, you're exactly right. And that's yeah. why I think that you know, the, in our world today, you know, they're cutting out music, they're cutting out drama, they're cutting out this. They're, by God, we're going to rewrite the math, how you add two numbers together, though. You need the other. Mm-hmm. You need the other. I, I, to this day, or in my next life, I'm, I'm going to come back and be a musician. Mm. Definitely. I was a musician in high school, and I, 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 I had a knack. Everybody in my family is musical. I was in several bands and, and this and that. And um, My mother was a jazz singer and a really good one. And uh, my first wife was a prodigy guitarist. I mean, this, this woman was amazing. Wow. At 17, she was <laughs> scary. My son turned out to be so musical I thought he was ill. <laughs> and um but yeah it, they they need that we need this and and people who aren't happy with their jobs it's a tough situation you got to pay your bills but i say do whatever you can to do something else because i know my father was trying life. to
1: yeah these are my choices that the, the choices my dad made you know and yeah. that's he that was his path yep. um and i know he was trying to protect me you yes. know, because I told him I wanted to move to New York and he was like, oh, my God, it's so tough up there. You're going to have such a tough time. You're going to hate it. And unfortunately for him, it made me want to do it even more.
0: Yeah, and that's what happens. Be,
1: yes. Right. Because I'm like, well, you, you seem <coughs> to think it's a, so, you know, it didn't turn out that way, thankfully. But, yes, if you follow your passion, I know I say this all the time, if you, fo- if you follow your passion, it's not going to be, the work isn't going to be that bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know? You're going to be able to endure the dry spells and the quiet times. It's quiet for me right now.
0: Yeah, me too. Um, me too. Lots and it's of auditions. So,
1: yeah, I busy myself with other things because we run a business, so it's a, a holistic approach. You know, there's other things that have to be um, dealt with. Oh, absolutely.
0: But, I, I, the other day was the weirdest thing. I haven't done a new demo in a long time or thought of marketing, but since you and I have talked about that recently and with the students in the Wednesday night classes and, and students who are just getting into the business and things like that, it made me start thinking. And then all of a sudden, I found myself sitting here working on a brand-new demo and doing <laughs> photography shoots in the studio with Janine. And I've, we're redoing my website. And every now and then, you just get that bug. And, and you know, it's, if, if nothing else, I'm going to... I love your email um, Signature. Signature. It's got you know your name and whatever and a nice picture of you, and I want to put my demo there. Just a link on every email I send out so that it's right there. You can with Voice Zam. Voice, Zem.
1: Yeah, voice zam, zam. Z-A-M. Z-A-M. zam. Yeah, Voice Zam. Z a m. Z a m. Yeah, VoiceZam.com. is it's um a voiceover player. Right. and you can put all of your demos in there with your branding um, my player on my website is a voice zam player a lot of voice talent are using it now and you can create what they call a zam link and you can put it into like i use wise stamp for my signature i get a lot of comments on the signature yes Wa- wise stamp and in that you can put the voice zam link and just say hear my demo and that way somebody from the email can just click it and, and hear your here. demo
0: okay yeah they voice go to, well
1: they go to the link of where it's hosted but um <laughs> write it down jj write it down
0: voice w- Zam. and what's the other called babinga what what
1: <laughs> <laughs> wise stamp.com
0: wise stamp okay All
1: yes right. very and cool i know the number stuff. to
0: yellow cab if you ever need it <laughs> Yellow. 777 seven, 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 seven. okay <laughs> so the now we've exchanged information, yeah.
1: But your your creativity flowing, as you're saying, you go and you start to work on a new demo. You yes. guys do a photo shoot, you know. It's your creativity gets sparked.
0: Yes. Um, Just again. All for, I don't know what the reason was. You and I spoke the other day, and we were talking about uh, being tired of marketing. You know, we've been doing this yeah. for a long time. And after you've been doing it for as long as we have, it's hard to cold call somebody go hi I'm JJ Wilson and I've been doing voice. yeah I just got a hundred demos before you called right and you kind of go why am I bothering mm-hmm. I've got mm-hmm. the old clients but you know they come and go but it you, I... you kind of gave me the inspiration I think as a matter of fact I think it was you who did this so <laughs> you, and, you know and you said you got to get back to work on that and I said to myself well I really should too the... and that's another lesson I've learned
1: that you have to,
0: yeah. You got to keep reinventing yourself. Kick in with
1: a, mm-hmm, which kick it. Which makes it different than
0: a nine to five job. You know, if you're the senior manager at a paper company, you don't need to reinvent yourself. You just keep doing the same job with maybe a few new ideas. But with us as we age, yes. you know, it was a completely different thing when I was in my 20s. I was, you know, doing everything. But now all I get is collegard and, you know, are you Blue Cross Blue Shield? You know. <laughs>
1: but it's important sure. that you're introducing yourself to a new audience
0: right? It's, people's it's potential reversed. hiring. Instead mm-hmm. of me being 20 and everybody else being in their 50s, now I'm the old guy and all the producers and directors are in their 20s and 30s.
1: Right. And they and may not different... know who you are.
0: Right. Exactly. And it's a different era. Right. You know, my kind of reads still exist. Thank yes. goodness. Yes. But there is a whole other read there that I, I I can't do. I can't do a you know the the millennial read. I and I that's okay. Sound, you don't need fine. to. I make mm-hmm. money with the voice I have. Exactly. So I
1: know that um, in my last week of sending out emails and LinkedIn contacts and and doing my reach out, I had forty contacts that were set up that were viable, um, of which three were dead. Like the company went out of business or whatever. Right. The person right. disappeared, and the other thirty-seven I reached out to i've heard from two so that's like the percentage and you just say okay that's fine you know um just And, I, you know, with um, some of these CRM systems, you can track and it'll tell you if somebody opened the email. Right. So a few of them have opened it. They just don't reply to me. Right. So that's fine. You know, I just it's a numbers game. It's like, yeah. OK, let's go get another 30, another 40. And let's do that. Yeah. It's a long process for me to reach out to 10 people. I've calculated takes me two hours
0: oh, to absolutely. fully
1: do it, you know, yeah. to research it, make sure the, the lead is good, make sure I'm reaching out to the right person. Um, make sure my email is not boilerplate. You know, right? Hello, sir. You know, you know. It's like you, <laughs> you have to be, you know, you have to be diligent with right. it to and, customize and it. And then there's
0: the other end of the spectrum where you do send out the the demos, and a year and a half later they call. I've right. said this before. Right. You just never know. All of a sudden they go, Oh God, he's good. Mm-hmm. Well, Jesus, that was 1927. <laughs> I sent you the demo. <laughs> And now you're calling? I don't even sound like that guy anymore. But anyway, yes, just, yes. You
1: just have to commit and just don't worry about it. If you don't hear from anybody, it's just, that's not how things work. I have <laughs> you know? found
0: in this business that when I get like that, something always comes along. Yeah. After this long, and, then, and it's allowed me to relax between.
1: That's If good. it goes too mm-hmm. far,
0: then I don't get relaxed. I right. call you. Can yeah. I go, Linda, <laughs> Linda, what are we
1: doing here? But- I would say the last 10 years I've calmed down about the, the slow parts. Mm-hmm. But prior to that, I was freaking out. And I still had regular clients, but I was still freaking out, like anxiety of, oh, my God, I'm not going to be able to pay my bills next month. Yeah. You know, so thankfully now, I guess after at this point, after doing it for so long, you finally go, eh, another client will call. They will. You know, there's just way too many people out there. Yes. Yeah. And if you continue to audition, you continue to try to reach out to people, make some connections, something's going to stick. Yeah. And, And that one thing. Could be like you booking that one job on Voice123, Americana, Americana Outdoors, that yeah. you're still doing. Yeah. You know, yeah. you just never know.
0: <laughs> and that brings up a good point. Like you said, there are so many people doing this. That's why you have to be, when you're taking classes from whoever or practicing or trying to get into this business, you got to really be good. Yeah. I mean really good to stand out and to know that they're not dealing with a novice
1: yeah. That only comes from practice, it's, you know. You, yes. you have to practice when you're not getting coaching. Yep. you got to exactly. work on it every yep. day, like yep. all day long, yep. in, in any capacity you possibly can.
0: Yep. It's funny. Sometimes when I am redoing my demos, if I don't have, you know, I've got them all over the place on my desktop because I'm really good at filing A, B, and 3, um, <laughs> sometimes I'll find one and I go, you know, I, I would do that read differently now. So mm-hmm. I actually transcribe the copy re-record it and reproduce it. Wow. And put it on the demo. Just because I go, why did I do that?
1: You've grown you know? since then.
0: Yes, I've grown. And maybe I didn't like what the producer had in mind for that mm-hmm. particular spot. Just, but that's a, that's a fun thing to do, too, is just to, to kind of recreate old stuff. And yeah. You, the other thing about demos is great is the, so sometimes you find a spot that you absolutely love, and it says something like, and right now get the new 2013 Ford Fusion. You don't want something that old on your <laughs> yeah, demo. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> so somehow you have to get the 2013 out of there, and sometimes it sounds a little choppy, but right now get a new Fusion and you can, you know.
1: <laughs> but the the subjectiveness of the demo, too, is so... Out of our hands, we Um, we
0: overthink it totally. Everybody does. Yeah, I mean, they know as soon as they hear the first ten seconds whether they want you or not. But
1: it's like you don't know if you're putting the right thing first. You know, you can just do your best. like, I I had my demo. One of my agents, this was years ago, said to me, "Send me your demo because I think we should remix it." You know, fine. So I sent it to her, and she wanted pieces that I had never. I was like, "Really?" I mean, in my head, I'm like, "You want that at the front?" OK, you know, so I remixed it the way she wanted. In my mind, I was like, I wouldn't have done that. But of course, yeah. this is my agent who is casting. Right. Um, I thought, well, I'll listen to her. But I still at that point, I thought, wow, our opinions are completely different yeah. on what I, sent, what, I'm, what I fit for. But, you know.
0: It's all I, in the ear of the beholder. It really seriously. is. I, you know, I've always thought that if you've got a big account running, that it's best to start with that. Hmm. But maybe mm-hmm. not, because maybe it's completely the opposite read that they're looking for. Yeah,
1: could So be. it's a
0: guessing game. It's just luck, and it's like throwing darts at a dartboard. Will this be the right read for this audition? Who knows? There's probably had, 30 to 100 other people doing it.
1: I had issues uh what do they call it, the golden handcuffs, because with Disney, they wouldn't let me put anything on my... No, look at me about... <laughs> you know what golden handcuffs are, and not in the sexual sense. Yeah. Um, because they wouldn't allow me okay. to put anything in my demo or any video on my website. Ah, okay. Yeah. So it's like, really? You're the voice of Disney Junior for Southeast Asia, so how do we know? You know, so for many years, I right. couldn't put it. Finally, one of the producers, she doesn't work there anymore, so I can say this. She said, if you find it on YouTube on your own, by all means. So that's how I have some of it. Okay, but. Gotcha. Same thing with Pfizer. For the years that I worked with them, the company that I worked in conjunction with said you cannot mention that you work for Pfizer. And I'm thinking these are huge clients. That would be great for me, (laughs) and I can't tell anybody that I do. You know, I can tell you I did the perfect bacon bowl, but I can't (laughs) tell you that I work for Pfizer. (laughs) So yeah, you know, it's uh, it's you know, it's a
0: bowl made of bacon. I don't know if you knew that or not.
1: (laughs) The bowl made of bacon
0: kind of redundant to put bacon in a bacon bowl, but hey, you know, whatever, I'm into it. (laughs) You're into it. So lessons learned. Lessons learned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, let's talk some politics. No, let's not. Um...
1: (laughs) I think that's great, though, to think about because, and this is what I tell students. I say, look, if you fall in love with this and it's passion for you, you're going to love it, and you're going to love doing it every day. And it doesn't have to be this horrific, you can, you can form this fantastic, creative work life for yourself if you want. Yes. You know, it's, it's in your hands. You don't have to go with a nine to five or whatever the, you know, you can create whatever it is you want. I'm sounding like a motivational speaker, but it's just true.
0: Yes, it is.
1: So you don't have to listen to people that go, no, it's not a real job and you need to pay this and stuff. You know, you may have to balance another job for a while, but eventually you keep at it. Yeah. You can create your ideal career.
0: Yes, uh, um, it, it's interesting you say that, because I loved music, being a musician, so much, and then I had a you know I had a young son who was just extraordinary. Hmm. I mean, it, it was it was beyond words how good he was. He soloed at Carnegie Hall when he was seventeen. Wow! With the song in Gaelic. Wow. With, with his choir, with the Westminster Choir. Hello. You yeah. Know, he called me one day from backstage at uh, Central Park with um, uh, Celine Dion and uh, Andrea Bocelli. Oh, he called their choir to sing in the background for him. <laughs> and uh, I always wondered about his mom, you know, because she was so talented. Mm-hmm. Does she? Is she sorry she didn't continue that? Yeah. You know, and is he? He eventually went into the Navy and he hated it, hmm. and I, I said to him before he went in, I said, you know, it may take a while, but with, with this, the music you've written and the joy that you've gotten out of it, I know it's a chancy thing, you know, well, I'll be, you know, I won't ever make any money, I'll just be a teacher, and I went, no, not if you have as much passion and talent as you have Exactly. for this, you, you, you know, my God, by now, I think the man would have been a millionaire. Wow. He he would write symphonies in his bedroom with no musical instruments in there. He would put it in his head wow. and write it down. And he rewrote nine Christmas songs in an hour. Kept so the same it, words, but changed the just, melodies completely.
1: He just lost interest?
0: He, he said he'd kind of done it all.
1: Or just burned out?
0: He probably burned out. Probably, you know, you, you sing at Carnegie Hall. You have sung in five countries.
1: You've done right. nothing
0: but live, breathe, and eat choir music since you were eight. Yes, but, you know, I said instead of doing what you're doing in the Navy, you could have been teaching, you know, fourth graders to sing. Yeah, keep and with it that almost passion almost the of... same amount of money. Yeah. Almost. And by now I would imagine that, you know, there would have been music published and, and things like that. But that, that's just, I, I always wondered, should I have stayed in music? Should his mother, should he? Yeah. But I'm glad that I was lucky enough to fall into this. Mm-hmm. because I have equal amounts of passion for this. I still have a great time in here every freaking day. I really <laughs> yep. do. It's always a challenge. I love a challenge. Um, the first I, the first
1: I, thing I ever wanted to do career-wise, honestly, I wanted to become a, a studio producer. Oh. I wanted to produce albums. I wanted to be like, you know, a David Foster or a, oh, a Mutt
0: Lang. David that, Foster.
1: Right? So, oh, I want to but, marry him. No, you don't. He's got, had like six wives. I, um, know, I
0: know, but what I was watching the other night, he was one of the writers on The Prayer. Yes. You know the song? Oh, God, and yes. And Andrea was singing it with Helene Fisher, and that is my all-time favorite song it's in gorgeous. the world. It's gorgeous. And when they get to that middle part, I just, I just start to cry. I mean, it's yeah. terrible. But yes, th- that's the joy that music gives me.
1: That's I wanted to do that, but I was too intimidated because it's such a male-dominated field. Yes. Um, and when I was a teenager, it's like I'm the one that was listening to the Police albums, and I was picking out every instrument and yeah. hearing exactly what was happening. So, like, Dave here at the office is the same way. So we have these crazy conversations of, you know, this bass player in that band and what they played in this band, because that's what we love. Right. So if I had another life, I, I probably would have gone down that road. Yeah. But as a performer at Heart, I don't think I would have had as much fun. Yeah. Um, because I know that I love to perform. You have to love to perform to do this. Yes. And doing this, you get that outlet to get on your mini stage yep. every day.
0: Yep. So if when I come back or if I come back, I want to come back as the lead singer from Kansas.
1: Oh God, what a
0: voice. Oh my Lord. <laughs> what a oh voice. my Lord. Do you know that each and every one of them are classically trained?
1: Really? Yes. I can believe it. Yes. I can believe and it. Do you know how mm-hmm. they got
0: discovered? Uh, somebody heard a tape of theirs and a, a big, 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 big wig. He said, I want to come down to your state, to Kansas, of course. He <laughs> said, I want, to, I want to check you guys out. You guys are pretty good. Can you put together a little uh, you know, show? So they didn't know what to do. So they put up for a 200 square mile radius, they put free beer and Kansas on telephone <laughs> poles. And they rented out an old library or something. Uh-huh. They came to see him and that was it. Wow. So, yeah 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 but anyway i know we've gotten off topic but it's, sometimes it's fun to talk about our other loves and and yeah. things and uh, the arts are wonderful it, it is mm-hmm. really it does beat digging a ditch my father always said that because he was on radio and said sure beats digging a ditch and i went i mean yes it does
1: you and i both had lucky starts with this because you had your family right. my father worked in the business knew connie right. so at How a very come your young...
0: father never hired me
1: <laughs> i don't know if he knew you. <laughs>
0: You should have told Let me send a demo. I, don't know.
1: I didn't. I barely knew you. Um, oh, that's right. So that's we had those introductions early. So if you're lucky enough to know, okay, I want to do this at a young age, fantastic. Yeah. But even if you're just discovering it now and you're in midlife and you want a career change, it's not too late. You know, One of our you can students still...
0: tonight, last week, two weeks ago. <laughs> I never know what to say because these are pre-broadcast um is is somebody like that he was in tv many many years ago and now he does something completely different unrelated and he said you know i just i want to give this a shot and he said i'm about your age and i went excellent perfect excellent i will not be giving you the names of my agents or anything (laughs) else so because he's got a great voice already and i don't like him no i'm I'm kidding i do (laughs) but he's coming tonight to our workout last night week
1: the week ago, the yeah. student that my new student, by the that's way, I like that shirt, Linda. <laughs> oh, thank you. My new student that's coming tonight. She asked me, she said, what's the age group of the workouts? And I said, it's anywhere from early 20s to 60s. Yeah. And she's like, really? Yeah. I go, yeah, it is all walks of life, all different ages, because it doesn't matter if nope. you no. this if you career start, is not start. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just start. You don't need to be a certain age to do it. Right. But yes, so we have workouts this whole month in February. Join us every Wednesday night. Um, a great way to, you know, practice and you get some good feedback with JJ and I. And we have a really good time. There's so much fun.
0: Yeah, we did. And I just want to mention really quickly that we were on um, a middle class VO podcast with Kevin yes. Kilpatrick and Bobby Maxwell. Yes. And we just had such a blast. They are it was great. wonderful people. And they're going to be joining us uh, in the next couple of weeks on a podcast. So yes. stay tuned for that. They're both extraordinarily talented. Uh, Kevin's are- car read makes me angry because he's <laughs> so good at it. I actually one night was watching television with Janine and this guy came on in a car spot. And I looked at her and I said, damn, that guy is good. Turns out he lives 12 minutes from me. <laughs> And now we're friends. And so, no, I mean, he's, but anyway, so look forward to that.
1: Yeah, our, be our episode of the podcast with them just dropped this week, I think. Oh, did so, it? So,
0: yeah. You want me to pick this, it up for you?
1: This week, Here, right. uh, last week. It it actually dropped two weeks ago.
0: <laughs> oh, it did. Okay.
1: <laughs> but it's a middle class VO podcast right. if you want to look it up. So, excellent. Thank you for joining us, everyone, again. Well, thank
0: you, Linda, for joining me thank and you, me joining Gigi. you.
1: Yes, yes. And, yes.
0: Um, yeah, yeah.
1: I'll see yeah. you for a workout tonight.
0: Oh, oh, oh no, no, two weeks ago.
1: <laughs> two weeks ago, I'm going to see <laughs> right. you for a workout.
0: <laughs> right, and I'll, I'll leave you with this. How do you keep the elephant from going through the eye of a needle? I don't know. Tie a knot at the end of its tail, duh. <laughs> oh, God.
1: <laughs> All right, just email us at info at voiceover.guru. And have a great day.